Thank you for tuning into this week's message from Freedom Church CO in Woodland Park, Colorado. If you want to know more about us, you can visit freedomchurchco.com or follow us on social media at Freedom Church CO. So, uh, man, today, this is like exciting moment for Ella and I. We're kind of geeking out, so uh, please don't, you know, you heard Pastor John uh, last week talk about if you see them happy, it's probably because, you know, they just got married or they just got together. All right, don't ruin this for us, okay? No, we're super excited. This is uh, uh, my fiance, Ella. We are June 25th. Uh, is our wedding date, and we're super excited for this. And so this is our first time ministering together. This is also, let's give it up for Ella's first time speaking on stage at church. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. Um, So we had such an amazing relationship series. Uh, Pastor Joe and Tessa obviously kicked it off with honoring one another. And I love that because one of the things, Pastor Tessa, that you said that is, man, still rings in my heart and I'm meditating on is honoring one another without a motive behind it, right? That was powerful, you know, and just like if you can practice doing that with everyone, then man, just how you're going to be able to do that in your relationship and marriage. So we're excited to take that on too. So. And then we had Mike and Carrie Pickett sharing on being strong and courageous. And that was just so amazing because relationships are awesome. You, can, you get so much out of it, but there's also so much that you have to give to it. It takes so much strength and courage to make a relationship work. So, Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Just the, I don't know, just the, the courage it takes and just sitting with awesome couples and seeing awesome couples and seeing what you guys have done to do that. Uh, can we just give it up for the couples in the house? Or, Honestly, real quick, all couples, if you are married, uh, will you stand up, please? Real quick. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's truly honor our couples real quick. And stay standing with me, couples, okay? Uh, If you've been married uh, longer than five years, uh, please keep standing. Um, How about longer than 10 years? 10 years? 10 years? uh, Okay, 15 years. Longer than 15, okay, 20? 20 years? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 25. Okay, awesome, 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 awesome. 25, 25, 30, 30, 30, 30, 40, 40, 45. Oh, okay, they both. So, no, so far, too. If you, man, for those that you guys saw standing, uh, for us young guys, we need to go talk to them, man, because they have the secret sauce and they have the, the juice, okay? So we need to connect with them. Wayne and Marilyn right there, yeah, y'all need to connect with Wayne and Marilyn, all right? <laughs> but because they'll probably tell you a lot what Pastor, uh, you know, John and Robert were sharing last time too, and that's love and respect, right? And just that message was so powerful of uh, how you guys really just shared about communicating with one another and how we do that. And so uh, we just honor you guys. So anyways, you want to tell them what we're talking about this week? Yeah, so tonight we're going to be sharing a little bit like relationship foundations. And it's so important because you can use these whether you're in a relationship right now or you're just getting ready for a relationship in the future. So we're really excited about it. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. We're taking a lot of this stuff from Proverbs 31. So we're really going to be taking a dive into that. Now, all right, I know what the guys are thinking. It's like, for real, the... the 
the, the chick chapter? Like you're going you're gonna to teach a son on the chick chapter? No, uh, honestly, when I read through Proverbs 31, I don't know if you guys, have, uh, guys in the room ever felt like this. It's just like, oh, this is great. I pray that's my wife. All right, let me keep moving. Uh, next, all right, Ecclesiastes, right? All right, none of you guys probably ever felt that. Anyways, I have, all right? Until the Lord like, kind of chin-checked me and said, Josue, I need you to read this because there's instruction I have for you in this. I was like, okay. And so honestly, like, we're just going to literally, uh, and this is new for both of us, so please be gracious. We're going to do line upon line teaching. Hallelujah. Right? <laughs> but verse one, it says, the sayings of King Lemuel contained this message which his mother taught him. So let's pause there for a second, guys. This whole chapter is from a message that his mom taught him. So what does that mean? That this is a message for a son. This is a mom giving advice to her son, right? So I'm saying all this to say that there's powerful foundational truths in this that we have to see first and understand. So this isn't just the chick chapter, <laughs> but this is truly a message for, for guys too. Not only is this a message for those who are single, um, because that's where Elle and I are really going to focus on, is just ministering to, to singles. I know we've heard a lot about couples and being in a relationship. And obviously, I mean, Elle and I, we were debating, you know, do we talk about how to fix marriages, you know, with all of our experience in marriage? Uh, you know, and we decided to hold off, all right, you know. Next we'll time. A, yeah, next time, exactly, <laughs> next time. But no, we're, but we're going to minister in this place. But also, I believe that in this chapter, there'll be even principles for people who are together in relationships too. So verse two, oh, my son, oh, son of my womb, oh, son of my vows. And verse three, do not, amen, mom hits hard here, right? Do not waste strength on women, on those who ruin kings. Boom. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a mic drop. Uh, I would drop this mic, but Elijah in the back would be upset with me. Um, Let's pause here for a sec. Like I said, we're going to take it real slow. We're going to dissect this, okay? The first thing I, I really want us to get from this is your identity. Your identity. What, is, what does she call her son? She said, look, you are, don't waste your time with women who ruin kings. First off, you're a king. First off, you're royalty. First off, realize your value and your worth. And here's the other thing too. Um, can I have three people come up real quick? Uh, and Robin, I'm so sorry, I'm doing it to you. I'm gonna come down. I just need three people right here real quick. Use example, oh man, can we give it up for our awesome folks standing up? We like switching up, changing up. Man, you guys are a lot closer here, hello. Hi, all right. So I, I know you guys know this, so I'm not speaking down to this. I just want us to lay a clear foundation, right? And the foundation is this, that uh, some, some of us may think we're a two-part being, but actually we're three parts, right? right? We're, we, we're spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Amen? Amen. Everyone, get thumbs up if you guys understand. Good, good with me? All right, I'm not preaching heresy. Okay, everyone's good, everyone's good. All right, hallelujah. So in this, understand, because I've been in relationship series or messages, and I've heard messages before, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, Okay, but how many of you guys have ever been discouraged after a relationship series of like, dang, I'm missing the mark. <laughs> That's how I'm supposed to communicate, oops. Oh, I'm supposed to honor, oh, okay, oops. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that, but for those who have, I wanna encourage you that when we're speaking, we're not ministering to your flesh, because your flesh sucks. 
Now, Daniel doesn't suck, okay? But your flesh sucks. Amen. Amen. I agree. My flesh sucks, right? But what we're speaking to is born-again spirits of God, right, that is renewed and new. And so what we're doing is calling your spirit man to rise up, right, that your soul be renewed to your spirit to, oh, come on. They look good, don't they? Right? That they that be renewed and that you walk those things out. So when we're ministering tonight, once, don't ever get condemned or feel guilty because what you're doing is what Judah said so perfectly is you're identifying or looking at your flesh. Mm-hmm. And remember, your flesh. So, no. <laughs> right, right. No, no, you're awesome. But in this, as we share these things too, realize we're, we're calling you who you already are. Yeah. In this, you're not repenting from your flesh, but you're repenting, changing your mind to your spirit. Does that make sense? Because the more that you focus on trying to repent from, you're going to stay stuck there because you're focusing here. I'm trying to get away from my flesh. Oh gosh, flesh, get away from me, get away. But no, because my focus is on my flesh, I'm never, I'm going to be stuck. And you're going to catch yourself slipping back and being stuck and being stuck. So when uh, Solomon's mom or King Lemuel's mom said, don't waste your strength on women. What she's saying, you are a king's son yeah. and kings don't waste, your str- don't waste your strength on women who ruin kings. Yeah. Right? I give my attention to godly people. I give my attention to godliness and that's where my attention is at because my identity is a king. Woo! Your identity is royalty. Your identity is called by God and God has loved on you. He has, he has put his purpose in you. He has put his son in you and he's saying, listen, I'm calling you up. Yes. Amen. 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 Can we give it up for our awesome folks? Can we give it up for Daniel especially? Okay, so I'm just going to hit on this for a little bit, but you are worth so much. And I want to encourage, especially the single people in here, that don't give yourself up until you find somebody who knows your worth. You have the Spirit of God living inside of you right now. So just realize what you are worth and wait for that person that is going to value you for who you are. Value you as somebody who has the Spirit of God living inside of you. So. That's so good. Um, and I actually have a story of this. Uh, so when I was a little kid, my uncle won me an Xbox 360. All right, any nerds in the house? And I said it right. If you play Xbox, you're, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, but I, I got this Xbox 360, you know, and I, I wanted it, I played it for a week, and then I just stopped playing. You know, I wasn't as much a video game person. But then one of my other uncles came up to me and said, how much you want it for? I'm a little kid, right? And as a little kid, I, I said, $100? Man, I thought I was aiming steep. This is back when it was worth $400, right? And I said, $100? And he said, yeah, sure, yeah, that'll work, right? Um, and this grown man, all right, so messed up, <laughs> man, jacked me for my Xbox for $100, right? And now some of you guys in here is like, no, that's a good deal. He did a good bargain. No, but all that to say, I gave up something that was worth more for such little value because I didn't know the value of it. So we don't know the value of who you are who's God called you, that you're royalty, that you're a king, that you're a queen, that, you know what, God is, and man, Ella, what you said is so spot on, like, you know, don't, I mean, you will give yourself up for trash, but man, you're worth gold. Don't, amen, hallelujah. So good. Okay, so moving on, 
Verse 4, it is not for kings, O Lemuel, to guzzle wine. Rulers should not crave alcohol, for if they drink, they may forget the law and not give justice to the oppressed. Alcohol is for the dying, and wine for those in bitter distress. Let them drink to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more. So what we really have here is what are you putting your trust in? What, are you, what is your strong fortress that isn't God? Because God needs to be that strong fortress for you. He needs to be the thing that you run to, the person that you run to, not, not alcohol, not you know, whether it's video games or whatever it is that you run to. It needs to be the Lord. So. And that's the, that's the point, right? So if, you, if we break this down a little bit, she tells, she's warning her son, look, wine is for those who are dying. She mentions bitter distress, poverty and troubles, right? How many guys have ever been to a point in your life where you feel like, oh gosh, I'm being crushed right now, right? How many guys have ever been in bitter distress before? Yeah, someone stole my parking lot and I'm in, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. How many guys have ever faced poverty? How many guys have ever faced troubles? right? All of us, all of us have. And what, what Ella just pointed out is so key is because is where is your strong fortress? And here's the deal. She, uh, what, what, what the queen was telling her son was like, listen, man, wine or in other words, because uh, from the pulpit we'll share this too. It's just like, it's not saying that you can't have wine or you can't have a, you know, whatever, but it's just, are, what are you being drunk with? What is drunkenness doing in your life? Right? And drunkenness cannot, it's not just in alcohol, but drunkenness can be in anything. You can get drunk off a of TV. You can get drunk off your, your negative thoughts. You can get drunk off of, you know, just the, the people you're around. Right? What it's saying, what she's saying here is like your strong fortress, all of that, man, that's for those who are in bitter distress. When you face bitter distress or troubles, where do you run to? If God isn't your strong fortress, Right, if he's not your stronghold that you run to, man, it's gonna be hell when you connect with somebody. Because I'm saying this by, for, by the wisdom and revelation I've heard other amazing couples walk through life say, is that two broken people don't make a, a healed person. Two half-completed people don't make a whole person. A whole healthy person with a whole healthy person it makes it healthy and strong, right? It is so true. So right now, if you're in bitter distress and you find yourself running to other things, man, allow God to heal you. Don't even be looking at relationships right now. Don't look at, like, look at what, what your, your stronghold is. Because where your stronghold is, man, you're going to be strong. And nothing, whatever comes against your ways is not going to shake you. Amen. Amen. So, a while back, this was almost 11 years ago, my dad passed away. And I didn't go the healthy way as far as um, running to God as my strong fortress. After my dad passed away, I pretty much just shut things out and I went to work. And that's where, that's, that was my strong fortress. I ran to work, and I worked all the time. And Well, really, my family said, well, that's true. I worked way too much. <laughs> so 
but they, they would always joke around and say, oh, you'll never find somebody because you work way too much. You know, you're always working, working, working. And they were probably right. Well, until I came to Karis here, I came to Karis Bible College last year as my first year, and God just started to transform that for me and show me that, you know, I have been really running to work and other things instead of letting God take that place and letting God be my strong fortress. So anyway, it was the spring of last year's when that just really changed for me. And I, I let go of some of that and I started working less and spending a lot more time with the Lord and running to Him with my issues and actually being willing to, to let Him take those and let him heal those things. And I started healing from a lot of things. So after that, um, yeah, I started working for Freedom, met Josue. Praise God, I didn't meet him any sooner. <laughs> he have thought I was crazy. This girl works all the time. There's no way this is going to work. But we just have to let God be that fortress because I can tell you life has been so much better, so much easier once, once I let God take care of those things instead of, well, just hiding in them and running to work and let, trying to cover them up with other things because that, that, that's so unhealthy. So definitely just let God heal those things because I can tell you it's much better than going 10 years and just um, living with it or not living with it and trying to ignore it because that's no good. Amen. Definitely not. It's so good, Ellen. Like, I'm so happy you did because if not, I wouldn't have been able to have time. You wouldn't have had time for me. You'd been like, peace, dude. No, because <laughs> I, I was working 60 hours a week, so I didn't have time for See, much I of anything. If y'all heard this story, I would have tossed my wallet and she would have been like, later, dude. <laughs> Man. So, again, allow yourself to come back to your strong fortress. God is your strong fortress and he wants to defend you and he wants to hold you up. Um, if anything else, because again, whatever else you're running towards as you're making your strong fortress and it's not the Lord will fail you. It will fail you. I'm not a prophet to say that either. It's just school of hard knocks of that like any other strong fortress besides the Lord will fail you. Amen. So let us continue. So, um, hallelujah. In verse 8, it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. Man, in this too, like, what's powerful about this, it's, it's, it's operating in, in humility, right? It's, it's dying to yourself and truly just being humble, Humble because you're no longer just being associated or looking towards yourself, but you're looking out for those who are in bitter distress. Uh, uh, Pastor Sarah Grace said this in one of our leadership um, uh, small groups, and it was powerful where she was talking about the Good Samaritan and how the Good Samaritan was willing to uh, allow this person that they saw on the road beat up and hurt to be, uh, you know, have an inconvenience to help this person. Was it an inconvenience? Was it part of this guy's plan to help this person? No, he was literally just walking by, going to where he needed to go, but he saw someone in bitter distress. He saw someone in pain and hurt, and he allowed the inconvenience to step in and help. 
Sometimes there, there, there are people in our lives because here's the other thing too, to be a hero, you don't have to save the entire world. A lot of times I think we look to do these big massive things and we dream really big of how we're gonna change the world. And man, you won't even help your neighbor. You wanna evangelize to the whole world, you won't even evangelize to your neighbor. I'm sharing this to say in love that, man, to be a hero, and even what Proverbs is saying right here, that the only thing you need to do is just die to yourself and allow some inconveniences in your life to come. Man, if you just take the time to help the person next to you, person to your left, to your right, you don't have to even step out of these walls right now to help people. You can help. There's people in here who need your help. Being humble. Yep. So one quote I really like by C.S. Lewis, it's, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty straightforward there. But it's it, thinking of other people. How can we help other people and be there for other people instead of just thinking about ourselves? So yeah, I love that. And then here's another one. Uh, respect and honor not just those who are important, but everybody. Because it's easy to respect and honor somebody or you know, do things for somebody who can pay you back or who can do something for you in the future or whatever it is. It's easy to do stuff for those people, but it's the people who aren't going to be able to pay you back. That's true humility when you're helping those people. That is. Yeah. Babe, I'm just going to say this. I'm not even looking at them right now, but I'm so thankful because you do that so much. You do that for your brothers. You do that for your sisters. And I see how you do that for your family. And you just care for people so much, babe. You're amazing. All right, we're back. Hello. Hi. Awesome. Giddy up. That wasn't in my notes. All right. I just had to do that. Uh, in verse 10, it says, and this is where it turns into the chick chap. No. <laughs> Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. She is more precious than rubies. Man. Um, and this, is, uh, this isn't even notes. This is just something uh, for, for my sisters in the room. Man, you are a ruby to be found. You are a ruby and a cherished, precious gem. Don't give yourselves away so easy. You are a gem. You are a gem. Amen? Back to your identity, man. You are called, you are worthy, you are loved. And you don't have to find acceptance or appreciation. Not saying that you're not going to get that, because that can get weird too. It's like, I don't need no man to give me appreciation or affection. <laughs> that can get weird, all right? But the thing is, you do, but you don't, if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is, like, ultimately your true identity and your true sense of value should come from God, not from the person next to you. I can say all these sweet things to Ella as much as I want, but trust me, she was, more, she was confident without me before Evie saying these things because she allowed God to say those things to her first and really secure her. 
and that's, babe, that's, that's another thing I appreciate about you, okay? Right. You just, man, you're just good. Anyways, <laughs> so like even, even in that, even in that, um, man, you, you're precious. And the other thing is, I, I learned this from uh, Pastor Rick McFarland, phenomenal, phenomenal teacher of the word, and that word find. And I just want to encourage the guys in the room in this, that that word find isn't a find of, oh man, we're, yo, where you at? You know, it's, <laughs> it's truly, babe, come walk with me this down the aisle with me. It's truly you two focusing on your call and walking and putting your focus on what you're called to do and that you end up just walking together and like, oh, hey, hello, how's it going? Hi, you like ministry? You like business? What? Man, let me throw this wall at you, know. Right? But coming to find yeah. isn't actually a, a seeking find. Like, um, let me pull up the, my notes in this. Nip, Nepal, I'm going to butcher that. It's kind of the Greek def- definition of this in Proverbs 18.22 where it says, uh, you know, favor is uh, given to a person who finds a wife. He who finds a wife has found favor uh, from God, right? It, it, that Greek word is actually, again, Nepal is to be encountered, be lightened upon, to be discovered, it's not a direct search that I'm searching for this person, but it's as you guys focus on what you're called to do, then man, it's an enlightenment. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> you're here, hello, you know? Because let me just say this too, like even for Ella and I, when we uh, first, you know, hung out or like talked, it was nothing, like there was no, oh, whoa. For her on me or me on her, to be honest. Like, there was nothing that just like, oh gosh, I gotta get her number or anything like that. It was just, you're good with Excel? Yes, praise God. I need, <laughs> I need, some, ad, I need some admin people, okay? I need some help. <laughs> and man, we literally like, and this is something that, I don't know, you always brag about this. She's like, you always kept it professional. You never texted me late at night. You never gave me this call. It was just all work. We just worked together. Right, but what do we do? We were just two people who were just seeking the Lord, and man, when we come together, because here's one thing: this is Ella's amazing, right? I'm her first boyfriend. I'm, I'm a first for a lot of things. For me, for and, and there are some in the room like this, where you have not even sought or had anything like that, and you're you you know, I cherish that, cherish that. Allowing to be someone's first is amazing. Please cherish that. Don't lose that. Because for myself, I didn't do that. And and that's one thing that I would say, like, man, Ella, I'm I'm sorry, and I wish I could give more, is just that that first experience, right? And so so no condemnation, hallelujah, right? But I'm saying all that to say it's so much better when you do it his way instead of, let me try and find over here. Let me look under this rock here. Does that work? Nope, that didn't work. Let me try this out here. Nope. Okay, that didn't work out. Hey, there's my wallet. Um... (laughs) You know, um, I lost that last time, so I made sure to pick it up. <laughs> but, um, you know, doing it the way that Ella, man, I just, can we just give it up for Ella real quick? Seriously. Well, oh, it go wasn't, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, it wasn't all the right things that I did. But um, I do agree with what Josue said, though. It is so important to just be patient because, well, it, well it's the first time, yes. But you're not putting yourself through this multiple times. 
you know, because being, being here, you know, being in a relationship and then not, you know, it's tough. But it's like when you can just focus on the Lord and follow Him and just be patient and wait for that person to come, it is such a blessing. It's, it's amazing. And the other thing is, um, I've seen this illustration, this isn't really in our notes, but when there's two people here and you're both following the Lord, if this is, if he's got you two together, you guys can be across the world. It doesn't matter where you're at. But if you're following the Lord, he will bring you together at the top. He always will. You will find the person that's for you if you just keep following the Lord. So that's something I just can't stress enough, really, is to be, be in his will, be where he has you to be. So. Awesome. Hallelujah. Um, back to our uh, verse 11. It says that her husband can trust her and she greatly enriches his life. Yeah, so really I'm going to be speaking to the women here. And it's we really need to be trustworthy because, well, we as women, we tend to talk. We can talk about everything. We can... <laughs> We, we, we don't keep secrets well, like, you know, we talk, 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 talk. But <laughs> it's just important that, you know, if your well, fiancé is telling you something that he can trust that's not going to be on world news the next day, <laughs> that he can trust that it's going to stay with you and that you're not going to go talking to all your girlfriends and it's going to come back to him and... It, it doesn't need to happen that way. Just be willing to, to just have that, you know, um, to keep some things just between the two of you because that, that's, what it's, that's what it's really meant to be. But we need to be trustworthy because so, we, we can't be expected to be trusted if we're going to go blab everything to everybody. So. <laughs> So good, yep. And just like, even for, yeah, amen. For, thank you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> you're no longer the, in that next analogy, you're the spirit this time, okay? Yeah, that's, <laughs> my, but even in this too, like guys, for us, like it says that her husband can trust her. Um, let me just say this. Uh, sometimes dudes be having hard times trusting. Sometimes they have a hard time. Why? Because of past hurts or past different things or past insecurities that your trust issues, you, you bring that on to the next relationship. And for those who have been hurt in relationships, I'm here today. I'm here today to tell you that you can trust. I'm here today to tell you that God is faithful and God is good. And I don't know what happened in your past relationship, but I'm here to tell you that you can trust. Yes. That you can trust. Man, God has so much for you. You know, it's funny, in, in our leadership meeting or leadership team meeting, uh, we were just talking about this, how in a, even in a team, when you get to pull a team together, you have to have trust with one another. If you don't have trust with one another, um, all right, Daniel, come up here. All right, see, I'm using you again. All right, we're, redemption time. Can we get it for Daniel? All right, come on, come, 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 right? I'm here, I'm here to say, man, that you, you, you can trust again. You can trust again. Because if you don't, so let's say, uh, this is a weird example, but all right. <laughs> Daniel, look this way. All right. It's an example of buffaloes, okay? And the uh, author was doing a uh, study on buffaloes. And me, me and Daniel are buffaloes, okay? All right. 
We look good. We're both, you know, <laughs> we're buffaloes. And so because we have trust with one another, we can, we're going to, we have each other's back. So you know what I mean? Like we're, we're going we're gonna to conquer any outside forces that come against us. We're going to conquer. We're going to take care of it because we have trust, right? But the moment that we lose, so if there's any lions over here, hello, lion. <laughs> there's any lions out there, out there right? We're, they're, they're not going to eat us, right? Because we're defending one another. We have trust. But the moment we start having conflict or don't have trust between us, what ends up happening is no longer are we defensive on the outside, but now we're defensive on the inside too. So now we're not even like, I don't even know I can trust you, dude. Hold up. Oh, we're lunch. Yeah, no, the lion's out there because we're so focused internally because we can't trust that, man, we're destroyed. What am I saying for the guys? I, I know there's, there may have been some hurt past, but I'm just here to say that, man, you have to allow God to heal you. Yeah. If he does not heal you, you're going to be stuck like this and lions are going to be eating you and tearing your lunch up. <laughs> not your lunch, but tearing you up as lunch. <laughs> I know you caught that. Whatever. <laughs> so when we trust one another, we can have each other's back and that you can do that in friendships and teams at your job. But as you get good at doing that in other influences in your life, man, you're going to be really good at doing that with your, not you, but with your, with your person, okay? No. Right? Thank you, Daniel. Can we give it up? It's coming, it's coming back to trust. Amen. Amen. So moving on, uh, verse 13 through 15, it says, she finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. So, I mean, this is kind of relating to like the business and um, or the, the help and support. So she's supporting her husband in whatever she's doing. So whether she's married or not, she's being busy. She's being productive. She's not, you know, sitting at home or complaining that there's, you know, not enough money coming in or whatever we complain about. Um, she's being productive. And that's so important because I think so often the men, you know, people are working and anymore people are dragging on men for everything because that's where our world's going today. But we need to support. We need to be productive and help him in what he is doing in his goals and everything as far as um, here she's, she's working. She's bringing in the, it says she's bringing food from afar. She's getting up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household. She's, she's doing everything to support him. So I thought that was really good. Just forgive me, guys. <laughs> I do appreciate you, though, because, like, even in this, like, man, all right, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys in this one, okay? But she, she packs me lunch every day. You know what I mean? She'd be making me lunch and, and breakfast and just, you know, Tanera saying no. Sorry, Tanera. I'll let you. Yeah. Not married yet. Boundaries, yeah. Listen to the boundaries class. That's good. But man, just the just the love, though. Amen. Yeah. But just the love, even in that, and just what she what she does and what she brings for me, it's just like, man, the appreciation I have for that. Like, thank you, 
Thank you that even in that, that you care and just express that love in that way. Um, and I appreciate that. You know, I just appreciate you being just a help. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can do this now. You don't have to wait. And what I mean by that is just by being help and supportive to the people around you. Like, if you're not helping people now, like, um, shameless plug, like, if you're not serving, man, come on. Guys, I'm, uh, serving is such a vital part in our walk with God. Serving is a part of our, our DNA and what, what grows us and stretches us and helps us to accomplish things in our life, man. Serving will take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I'm not just saying that because we need volunteers, but <laughs> no, but I'm saying that truly for your benefit, truly for your benefit, um, because a lot of times we, we like coming to a place and just receiving and that's good, but it's better to give than to receive. If you can come be a part of something, be a part of what freedom is doing, man, I'm telling you, there, there's, there are lives that we want to impact. There are things we want to do. And truthfully, we can't do it on our own. Mm-hmm. We need the support, right, practicing in and walking that out of you guys. Amen? Mm-hmm. Verse 16 says, she goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. So this lady is, she's working. So this is, this is really the, the business and the money aspect of it. She is, and even, even her skills, she is doing, she's growing her skills. She's using her skills to do what she can. So I got this, I've, um, noted it down here. She's a business, she has a business mindset. She's not just a typical stay-at-home mom. Not that that's wrong, but like she is, she's using her skills again. She's doing things, she's doing what she can essentially. Again, going back to supporting her husband and what he is doing. And also, this is something that we can be doing right now, is taking that time to increase our skills. You know, if you're not married, if you're not even in a relationship, it's again, it can be seeking the Lord. It can be, you know, increasing those skills as, as you can right now. You don't have to wait till you're married to start doing this. You don't have to wait till you find a relationship to start doing this. So... No, it's um, so good, like, and that's the thing about this, as they describe her, man, she's a boss. Man, she's a boss and how she's getting things done. She's accomplishing things, right? Um, she's not, whether she was with her husband or not, I imagine that she, this, she was doing this already, right? So I'm saying all this to say, like, even for, for guys and girls, like, you don't have to wait. Like, God is not putting the ultimate call on your life and saying that it's only hung by a strong based on your relationship. He's calling you to do it now. He's calling you to walk in your purpose now. It is today that he's calling you to do this. It's not someday. Some days actually never happen. Some days never happen. But if you focus on putting effort and putting things, because again, she looks at her dealings and making sure they're profitable, right? What does that tell me? That she has these, this mindset of entrepreneurship. Not saying that you have to be an entrepreneur or a business person, but saying all this to say that, man, you can put skills and put your hands to something now. If it's marinating with Jesus, right? Marinating with Jesus. It, by the way, shameless plug, it's, this is the coolest small group I heard of, but I think Abby and my friend over here are doing a marinating with Jesus kind of small group where they're gonna cook. 
and cook different dishes and teach you how to cook and talk about Jesus the entire time. Like, that's pretty awesome. So check it out. Um, you can meet Judah in the back and maybe he'll have more info. Judah's like, yes. Okay. All right. Good. So um, all that to say, like, put your hands to something now and grow the skills that you have now. Yeah. Amen. Um, here, we're going to do this just for time, right? Um, even in this, like from verse 19 through 27, um, there's a lot in there. And so uh, one of the things I want to pick out in there, 19 through 27, and uh, babe, just pick out something that you really want to share on this too, is <clears throat> where it says, verse 23, it says, her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with other civic leaders, right? This is powerful. Check this out. It says her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with other public leaders. How many guys in the room would like to attract a Proverbs 31 in your life? Amen. For the brave guys, shout out for you for raising your hands. For the ones that were just like, no, you know, I do, but like I'm just not gonna show my hand up like that. You wanna attract a Proverbs 31? Be this person. Look at your reputation. Now, I'm not saying that you're consumed by your reputation, but your reputation must be stand well and that you must be known as a man of integrity, a leader, right? I, I get the opportunity to work with uh, Billy Epperhart, and one of the things that, uh, you know, I was asking about relationship stuff, and he, I was like, what was one relationship advice you gave to your son? And he said, you know, um, if she doesn't follow you to church, she won't follow you anywhere, right? I was like, oh, wow, okay. But then his assistant is right next to me, and, you know, he's adding value to her too. And he lets her know like, well, Rebecca, for you too, if he's not worth following, let him go. Right? So when he said that to her, that's what it kind of shook in me of, I need to be someone worth following. Do an honest inventory of yourself. Yes, look at your spirit man, but ask yourself, are you walking in, in, in that place of you're worth following? Because for us as guys, man, there's such a weight to that. Man, that's weighty. If you come to think about it, are you someone worth following? You may have the dream or the desire to be a leader, but are you honestly someone worth following? Or are you still looking at influence or leadership or, or power in only your selfish needs and what it does for you? Are you someone worth following? And praise God, if you're not, hallelujah. That means we just get to renew our mind to the spirit and renew our mind to who we are actually called to be. Yeah, come on. And if you are, like what Ella was saying earlier, man, just be patient and just walk the line and it's, your time will come. Amen? So he is a civic leader and he's known. He has a good reputation. In uh, Proverbs Hallelujah. Proverbs 21, uh, 22, 1, choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in the high esteem is better than silver or gold. So choose a good reputation. And it's funny too, because I'll, I'll just balance this. You know, there are some people who will say things about you or misread you. So not getting caught up with words of man either. But again, 
what, this is something that Pastor Joe models very, very well, and I appreciate this about you too, Pastor Joe. No, Pastor Joe, we're not talking to anyone else, right? It's just you and I, right? But one thing is this, is that he does not give a rip what any of y'all think, if y'all think he's crazy, cuckoo, or nuts, man. This man is going to do exactly what he felt like God called him to do. So if you don't like the lights, you don't like the fog, man, you're just going to have to get over it or find something else, man. And I'll say that strong in love, but it's just true. He's going to follow what the Lord's telling him to do. So I'm saying if you can just be that person and follow what God is calling you to do, I'm telling you, you'll be someone worth following. Amen. Josue, I got to tell you this now. So, (laughs) you. I met you here at Freedom Church, but if I hadn't, I would have followed you here. You are a man worth following. And that's one of the things I so appreciate about you. One of the very many things. So... In verse 26, it says, when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. So what sticks out here, sticks out to me anyway, is that we need to be kind. Again, we can talk, we can, we can be harsh, we can whatever, you know, there's people gossip all the time, but we need to be kind. And here it says, give instructions with kindness. So when you are working with people, whoever it is, if it's kids, if it's somebody helping you clean your house, just being kind, remembering to be kind. And this is so, like, it, it is definitely something to be applied to relationships, but this is just an everyday life, like, let's not drag on people. Let's be kind. Let's lift them up. So, and then... Let me just throw this in here uh, for guys and girls too. Watch how they interact with the other people around them, right? So what I mean by that, one thing that I noticed about Ella is how she interacted with her brothers and sisters and just other people. Man, she treated everyone with respect and she served a lot of people with love. And so if she does that with other people, you know that that's legit and that's real. For example, if you see someone who's sweet to you, but then you see them acting a fool and just being rude and coming across whatever to everyone else, I'm telling you, that ain't gonna last. That's gonna eventually be you. So for a man or woman, be, be sure, if you're interested in the person, look out and watch them. Go out, and that's why it's important to go out with, with a group. And that's, you know, one thing that I appreciate about us is just that, man, we, we played Ultimate Frisbee. We just did all these fun, you know, just different things. Just get around with other people, and I saw how she interacted with others. And man, I just knew, okay, she's legit. Be that person because, again, if that's wisdom, all right? That, that's a little nugget in this is just watch how they interact with other people. Mm-hmm. So verse 28, her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in this world, but you surpass them all. So her husband is praising her, giving her appreciation. So for the women in here, be, how do I say, be worthy of the appreciation. And what do I mean by that is, um, you know, it's hard to appreciate somebody that's constantly dragging you down. It's hard to appreciate someone who never does anything kind or is never, you know, lifting anybody up. So be that person that's lifting people up and be that person who's, who's kind to other people and, again, selfless.
The other thing to that too is just for guys of just us being someone who is good at giving praises. Again, you don't have to be in a relationship right now, but like, think about it. Who in your life has been so impactful to you? Who has been caring and loving to you right now? When was the last time you thanked them? When was the last time you reached out and called them and said, man, I appreciate you for what you important to my life and what you've done in my life? Man, it's, it's so important. It's so vital to have that attitude because when you have that, it's hard to, if you're not appreciative right now, to go into a relationship and try to be appreciative. But if you practice a heart of appreciation now, man, it's going to be so much better when you guys come together. Amen. Amen. Uh, will you read that 29 and 30 uh, about yourself? <laughs> so verse 29, um, there are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. So what, what I take from this is she's, she's got fearing. And really, ladies, that makes you attractive. Amen. Like, so, <laughs> somebody knows. <laughs> um, but charm and beauty will only take you so far. You can only trust in it for so long. You know, I've heard crazy stories of people doing whatever. Um, getting away with things because, pretty lady. Okay, I'll tell you this story. I've been pulled over. <laughs> no, I've been pulled over four times in my life. I've got one ticket. But I promise you, there's sometimes I'd have rather taken the ticket than what some of the cops did. <laughs> because I was just like, what? And I couldn't figure it out half the time until afterward. I was like, oh, that person was just flirting with me. <laughs> but, but beauty will only take you so far. I tell you, I wouldn't have wanted any of those people that were just looking at the beauty. Because that, that will only take you so far. So the true attractiveness is being a God-fearing woman. Being, and that goes for, for men and women. Yeah. Last verse in this. Verse 31. Reward her for all she done, has done. Let her deeds publicly, publicly declare her praise. Last thing I'll share on this is, um, and this is really for us as men. If you're a man in the room, will you, will you please stand? Right. Okay. Amen. You guys are awesome, man. And you guys are cold. Hallelujah. All right. All married men, you guys can be seated. Thank you. All single men, stay standing. And give you wisdom from my dad, okay? All right. It says, let, you know, reward her. Reward her. Reward her. Man, and I'm going to say this in love. My dad gave me this rule when I was in, in, in school that I was, well, you can't date unless you have a job. You can't go on any date unless you have a job because it is your job to pay. It is your job to pay. It is your job to pay. So if you don't have a job, you're, it's not your time to be looking for a date. It's looking for a hiring date. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and it's sick with me, because like, here's the deal. I, you guys are mighty men, though. For those who are standing right now, remember, back to the very top of this chapter, it says that you're a king. You're a king. You're a king. 
You're a king. You're a king. You're a king. This is what kings do. Man, they pay for things. Kings reward their, their, the person that they love, but they also have the resources to do it. Now, I, I, I love this too. I'm not saying that you have to have it in perfection. Because that's, man, none of us have it in perfection. But have it in order where it's not a distraction in your life. Have it in order where it's not a distraction in your life. And for those, my single guys that are standing with me right now, uh, we, talk, we talked about this, was it, a couple weeks ago. Um, there's a call for us men to rise up. There's a call, man. No more of this weak men stuff, man. No more. And I don't see weak men in this house. I see a bunch of strong kings. Man, ready to conquer and take on the things that God has called them to do. Listen, God is going to bless you and he's going to increase you, but you have to believe that. And ladies, I'm saying this, you can, you can be seated, man. But ladies, if, you be, if you're paying for his stuff, what you're doing is you're setting up a habit. Don't rob your king's crown. Don't rob your king's crown. I remember... And not saying you have to be this strict, but my dad and my mom, they, they went on this date one time. My dad just didn't have the funds. And my mom's like, well, I'll cover it. Don't worry about it, babe. Don't worry about it. And my dad said this, not to be legalistic, you know. And some, some, some of us can take it real legalistic, but he says, babe, I believe God has called me to be the man and to reward you. So how about we don't go out right now, but will you pray and believe with me that I'm gonna, we're going to get the income I need to go on this date? And man, they got it. <laughs> they got it, right? It's easy sometimes for us to take these little shortcuts, uh, us as guys, but I want to encourage you, and even, and even ladies too, it's like, ah, you know, well, this little boundary here, it's okay, you know, we'll make an acceptance. Man, no, support him by pointing him back to the word. Support him by, by trusting with him and believing with him. Amen? So all this to say, there's a lot that we shared with you in Proverbs 31. But I encourage you, my challenge for you is to go back, read it again with another lens. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it in that lens before reading Proverbs 31. But read it and highlight and circle what is the thing that God is telling you to renew your mind towards right now. And let that one thing be your focus. Don't try to do everything. You can't. But what is the one thing that he's calling you to do? Amen. Any last word, babe? No, that was so good. Um, and again, just to reiterate what he said, ladies, let's not like, I don't know how you would you say, refuse when, when they want to pay for something. Like just accept that because that, you know, let, let them be the man because that's who God has called them to be. So it's just so important because again, in today's world, so many people, being a gentleman anymore is not a good thing. But um, it really is. Just accept it because... And, he should treat you like old because that's what you are. Thank you for listening. If this message blessed you, please subscribe and share this with a friend. You can tune back in next week for another great message from Freedom Church.